Hello, this is Brooke Volk, your host on WCBC. Worldwide, which we are, Celestial Broadcast Communications, which it is astonishingly what it sounds like. Celestial Communications, as from angels from the highest celestial realms. Why? For soul awakening and understandings of the spirit realms, of which you will become an inhabitant of after the physical experience, not to be classified as religious programming, but spiritual it is. Angels are not respecters of dogmas and creeds of orthodoxy. And today's special message is a series from Jesus, channeled by Al Fike, and narrated by Brooke Volk, and began as of October 1st, 2020. The title of today's special Jesus message. Introduction to Book of Truth, Divine Love Path, Soul Journey, Expiation. The Spirit, Our Brother Jesus. Medium, Al Fike. The date, October 1st. 2020, location Gibsons, Canada. May the Father's love flow into your souls, my beloved and beautiful friends, servants of God, purveyors of truth. You have had the benefit of the angels with you in your lives, and you have pursued the truth of the divine love for much of your life. You have come to a place of recognition among some upon this earth, and many in the world of spirit and the realms of the celestial angels. I am Jesus. I have come as I have promised, to speak to you of truths of God, truths of the universe, truths that may assist you and others upon your journey. For this is our desire, to continue to educate all upon the path of love. Foremost, we are here to encourage you to pray for and receive the blessing of God's divine love. This is the foremost message of my ministry, and this is the foremost truth that God has to give to His children, that they may walk in the light and truth and joy imbued with His love, the essence of His soul, awakening the very essence of your soul, so that you may be in great alignment and atonement with God so that you may be the beautiful soul that you were created to be, that you may be a light in the world and a light for others to follow. Indeed, you have accomplished this to a degree. You have come into the light, the truth of God's love. It is an unassailable part of you. Your heart is part of God. Your souls are awakened to a degree in His love. In those efforts that you have made in prayer, in dedications, in service, in study, in releasing from your heart the restrictions, judgments, and dark clouds of thought and feeling, that you may be more free and aligned with the truth of God's love. You have earned the possibility and the gift of becoming a true and clear channel of God's love and truth in the world. It is not that you are fully redeemed, beloved children, but you have come to a place where you may be used and utilized to bring greater truth to humanity. So, as in all things of God, that which is in harmony shall open greater doors to harmony and light. A soul that is imbued with the blessings of God's love will open the door to greater blessings of God's love and truth. A mind and intention and desire of the soul that wishes to serve God 
and it possesses certain gifts and potentials. It will find that God will use every opportunity and effort to awaken these things within, so to increase the bond between yourselves and God. These are the laws in action. This is the law of love. That love begets more love, and the essence of God, which is His love, brings to you a greater desire to receive this gift. It becomes a fervent desire, a powerful motivator that directs your attention towards God, towards prayer, towards the great gifts that God has to give to each soul. Upon this journey you have come to a place, a tipping point within yourselves, where this becomes the primary focus of your life. That place where you and God begin to come into serious alignment, a harmonious alignment together. In this way, you become more open to guidance, to the drawing close of your angel friends, of actions and words and deeds that are in alignment with God's will. This is the law of love in action, beloved souls. As you allow the momentum of God's love to continue to awaken every part of you, to influence your minds, your desires, and your souls, so you become those instruments that God wishes for you to be, clear and beautiful channels of love and light, where the discernment of your soul, the knowledge and wisdom of your soul, is more readily present in your thinking and your doing. This is the fulfillment of the laws of God's love. To be in harmony with God's will is not difficult when one is in harmony with one's soul, and one's soul allows for the opening to communicate with God through the blessings of His love. God's beautiful intention, creating these laws that govern the universe, are perfect in themselves. The laws of love follow a certain order, a certain way in which a soul is awakened and redeemed. It is often the case upon your world that souls will come to a place of understanding this truth, not necessarily within the mind, but certainly within the soul, and the desires of the soul continue to enact the response that is in accordance to God's laws of love. And they will come to a place where they must release the burdens, the dark conditions, those elements and heavy energies within that are not in harmony with love, that have been gained through a lifetime of experience and decisions which have caused great damage to the soul. Yet this damage must be healed, and these conditions must be reconciled in love. Often, this recognition of the need to release these soulful and mindful conditions are put aside out of fear and out of confusion, for you are all children. You all wish to receive the goodness, the nectar of God's soul within you, and feel the joy that comes with this, the upliftment, and the freedom from the earthly conditions that so often draw you down into despair and darkness. But as is often the case with children, they do not understand the need for responsibility to overcome within themselves those conditions that are not healthy and are not conducive to vitality and truth. Though within the hearts of children and within the hearts of all souls there is a wisdom an understanding that propels them forward in light. 
The mind is often the block which curtails the unfolding of soulful wisdom and the blessings and the wisdom that may come with a soul engaged in prayer with their Heavenly Father. Such is the power of the conditions of your world which continues to draw so many into darkness and misdirect the consciousness of humanity towards that which is the makings of men rather than the truth of God. So, the law must come into activation. Part of this law is that each soul has a free will choice to be awakened with this gift of God's love. This choice was given to the first parents. This choice is given to every successive soul since that time. Some indeed will choose to follow the Father's love, but it is not often that they do so willingly, clearly, and succinctly within the realms of the earth's plane. Often it takes much longer, and the progression of the soul must be fulfilled in the world of spirit rather than in the world of men upon the earth plane. Yet there are those beautiful souls, fortunate souls, who have chosen this truth and continue to act upon this truth, fulfilling the laws of love. It is our desire that those who are willing, who have this knowledge and this truth clearly within them, within their consciousness, to spread this knowledge far and wide, just as I did as God's instrument on earth. We wish that you may also bring the glad tidings of the truth of God's love to humanity. This is not an easy chore. This is not something that may be accomplished in a heartbeat, but it is a worthy goal, my beloved and beautiful friends, to continue in our efforts. And I say, it is our efforts, yours and ours, within the spirit realms and the celestial kingdom, to bring this truth to humanity, provided you are in alignment with the will of God, and that you understand the dynamics of the laws of love, the power of love, and what that love may bring to you as an individual, transforming you in many ways. Then you will be empowered in ways unimaginable to bring this truth to the world. No soul is alone. No soul acts alone. Each soul who wishes to join in this great effort is welcome, but they must first know their own true selves, know their own motivations, releasing those desires and ambitions and plans that are of their mindful considerations, and walk humbly, embraced by the will of God, the love of God. In this way, you form a powerful union one to another that will be the embodiment of this great plan to bring salvation to the world. So very few are willing to give up these mindful considerations, not because they willfully hold on, but instead they do not understand. They have not yet come to that place of understanding the wisdom of the soul and the truth of the soul. We have waited many long years to find those who have come to that place, who are willing to release their own ambitions and mindfulness, and come humbly to God in a sort of obedience that is in alignment with God. With this obedience comes a great joy, a knowing that one is in alignment with God, and one is in the joy and light and freedom that comes with releasing all of the restrictions and constrictions of the mind. This obedience is freely given by a soul who understands that to listen to God, to have this gift of knowing God in this way, is a great benefit and a beautiful blessing to a soul. 
One gives up nothing and gains the world in this capitulation of the mind and the overtaking of the material mind by the mind of the soul, which is of such a different nature and quality. Yes, there are milestones upon this path as one fulfills the laws of love, and the first of which is to release those conditions that are not of love, those thoughts that are not of love, those things within that harbor darkness and pain. This requires great strength, great tenacity, and great faith. For it is in prayer that one may be assisted in this healing of the soul and the mind. And the angels are ever ready to bring you to a place of healing and release of these things. Indeed, it is the brave soul, willing to look, to look honestly and deeply within them, to acknowledge those things that weigh down each individual. None are immune from these conditions. I say to you, have compassion for your brothers and sisters who are also carrying their burdens with such intensity that they are truly weary and in need of support and love. As God provides what you require to unburden your soul, the active energies of God's love helps to break free those things that bind the soul from God. So you become emboldened and stronger. You become step by step a true child of God. Although along that road, as some freedom and empowerment are recognized, there is the tendency for the individual to credit their strength and their power to their own doings and makings. At this juncture, there are some who turn away from God. Instead, they are enamored by their own empowerment and gifts and individual capacities of perception and understanding of the mind. This is indeed a common experience amongst humanity. There are many spiritual teachers in the world who are, at this juncture, who have found a measure of truth, a measure of spiritual power, a measure of insight and understanding, and have gone the way that humanity has chosen since the beginning, to be alone rather than to be with God. There are some who are humble and walk more closely with God. Through the laws of attraction, they draw a great light and beautiful spirits and angels to them. Because the conditions of the world are so intense and powerful, the journey of expiation, as you call it, can be a long and arduous one. Often a sincere soul will take it upon themselves to release these things through their own will and desire, and will find some measure of success in this way. But unfortunately, they do not form a partnership with God in this process. Rather, they desire personal empowerment and go about this cleansing journey by engaging the mind and in the emotions of the mind as fully as is possible, often being entrapped by this condition and this level of awareness. In this condition, there is a sense that they are unworthy of love, for this is the message that is often given to humanity, passed down from one generation to another, this condition, this awareness, these thought patterns become firmly lodged within the mind and the consciousness of the individual. So the pattern repeats itself over and over again, even though with a concerted effort to explore this pain and this energy, if you will, they become entrapped in a cycle of pain, for their minds will not truly release these things. The power of release is within the soul. 
It comes as the soul grows in the Father's love. The conditions of the mind do not control the inflowing of divine love, though they may block the inflowing of divine love by impinging upon the desire of the soul to receive it. The mind in itself is not the purveyor of love to the soul. This is why we encourage you to release your mindful conditions in prayer, to be quiet and peaceful, longing for God, being in the grace of God. These two conditions may reside side by side within an individual for a period of time until the power of the divine love may force these conditions to be released. In this explosion or expelling of such conditions, the mind becomes aware, if fleetingly so. It is for the mind to allow this release to happen. In this release, often there are moments of insight, a vision, a feeling of many things that have been entrapped within the mind and the body and the soul that are released in this moment of mercy from God, this blessed healing of the soul. This may happen again and again, for it is in the nature of humanity to hold on to many things within them that are burdensome. It is or would be difficult for an individual to release all of these conditions at once. I am not saying that it is impossible, but it is probable that one may release a certain amount of this burdensome condition in accordance to their will and desire and the power of the soul to enact this sealing release. Think of this as a steam under pressure. Eventually the pressure is so great that it must be released. So it is with many upon the earth plane who are serious and desirous of the release of these conditions. Within the process of this release, it is often necessary for the mind to catch up to the new reality of the soul. Often the mind may hold on to different thoughts and ideas and feelings long after the release has happened within the soul. Although the power of these conditions has been greatly diminished, the mind has the power to reignite these strong emotions and thoughts if it wills it. Many of you are very eager to expel all conditions within you that are not in harmony with love. This is an admirable desire, but what is often missing is the ambition for healing is the application of faith. That faith within you will help expedite this release. Faith in God, faith to receive God's love in prayer, faith to allow whatever the experience in prayer or at other times that may involve expiation to be expressed in its fullness. There is a timing involved in this. A soul must be ready. A soul must be strengthened in God's love. And importantly, the individual must, in a way, witness this expiation with compassion, deep compassion for themselves, for the soul has a deep longing to be released from the bonds and bindings of the dark conditions experienced by each individual. The mind has a deep fear of the vulnerability that comes with this recognition and expulsion of these conditions. When the time is ripe, and the mind of the soul and the mind of the material come into alignment, allowing the release, then all comes swiftly, readily, and effectively. But when one forces the issue, so very eager and intent on the ambition of total expiation, 
Matters are forced and do not unfold with much harmony. Rather, a deep pain, accompanied by confusion, accompanied by judgment, by guilt, by a lack of love and compassion for oneself, is predominant, and little else is accomplished. The transformation of the soul is a slow and steady process. It takes a measure of faith, of courage, of persistence, and desire to be fully engaged in this process of transformation. The greatest power that will bring about expiation is prayer and reception of the great gift of the Father's love. As many of you know, there are many aspects of the process of expiation which are not readily acknowledged by the mind, but nonetheless are active within the soul. It is not that the mind represses these things, but the mind is focused on other things. Those elements that are readily expelled by the power of the love within the soul are done so unconsciously. This is a great gift from God to allow this process to go about in its subtle form, but this is not the entire picture, as you well know. There are many other elements, dark things within each individual, which in order to be expelled require your attention and your declaration and your willingness to release them. Have faith in the power of prayer, the power of God's love to heal all, the power of your own efforts in alignment with God to bring about this desired freedom and joy and awakening. Do so with patience and forbearance. Allow God to orchestrate the healing of your soul in the timing of God's great wisdom and will. Love yourselves as you are at this moment. Love your brothers and sisters as they are at this moment. As you continue to love, you will release all those conditions within you that are not of love. Practice love. Express love. Contemplate love. Be that beautiful soul of love that you truly are, and do not allow those mindful patterns that are not of love to dictate your actions and your thoughts. Grasp the responsibility that God has given you as a fully formed soul with free will and choose light always. In this way, each of you will find your way to become a soul redeemed in the Father's love. We are all on this journey together, my beloveds. We are all committed. We all are bonded to one another. We all are children of God. Walk in peace, beloveds. Walk in love. We will all get to our destination, hand in hand, guided by love, guided by God. God bless you and keep you in his love. I am Jesus and I am with you upon this journey. God bless you. You have been listening to one of a series of special Jesus messages for our time, channeled by Al Fike and narrated by Brooke Folk here on WCBC, where divine love, celestial angel messages are featured. For more information, visit divinelovesanctuary.com, new-birth.net, and soultruth.ca. This is Brooke Folk, a divine love lit soul for you, and this has been a divine love chapel of the air worldwide celestial broadcast communication, WCBC.